today's episode. Really? I think the Rani did quite well in her rags. I think she she could rock a rag. It's the point at which we learn about Time Lord anatomy in a way that's never been revealed before. When the Rani knees the master in the nuts. <laughs> Whereas now people pull apart Jodie Whittaker Doctor and you're like, you have no idea. You have no clue the commitment we showed to the drivel that used to happen. Some Doctor Who fan who's more interested in facts than fun. There aren't many of those, are there? <laughs> I want to know how prevalent dildos were in the mid-80s. Hello and welcome to World Enough and Time. My name is Andy. And I'm Alex. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. What have you been up to? Oh, lots of things. I've been getting back into a sort of podcast brain and that means I've been recording um, a few bits and pieces for other podcasts. Oh, Gosh. yes. Oh, I haven't heard that yet. Yeah. I feel like you're um, playing away from home in a very <laughs> yeah, there, there is a bit of that feel, isn't there? And it's just nice that we got back on board with Stones of Blood last time and actually got that one out. Yes. Um, yeah. It was a lot of fun, that one. Yes. It was enjoyable, yeah. And wh- when are you back here? Because... It's almost like next time you'll be here again. It feels like you're here than you are there. I know. Should be in May, okay. all things being equal. Although I did send a course plan to one person in Brisbane and they were a bit like, we'll see, we'll get back to you. And I'm like, no, you asked me to come and work over there. And and I said, yes. And then you say, we well, can you have a course plan. And I'm like, uh, what? No. Oh, ask people. But that's just one client. Good. The two others are very much on board, and one of them's in in um, New Zealand, so hooray. Great. I will be there. Yes, you will. <laughs> so, have you been watching any Who? Um, old or new? Either. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you distinguished and then realised you hadn't been listening to either at all. <laughs> Well, I have just um, refreshed myself on Mark of the Rani. Um, from that, no, not a thing. Okay. So have you been watching any good TV? Oh, I'm in that headspace where I'm watching formulaic Netflix TV series. I'm watching every kind of suspenseful crime drama ever with a little bit of a twist, but you kind of know the twist is coming, therefore you're just bored and you're like, who's it going to be? Um, so yeah, I've, been, I've watched about 20 of those. Well done. Mm. Good work. So I've been dipping a bit back into Archive TV. We watched an episode of Rockcliffe's Babies the other day, which we, oh. really, which we really enjoyed. Oh, that was good, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, a few other bits and pieces. We've been watching Secret Army Series 2 with John. Oh, um, is he liking um, it? He said, I don't, he keeps saying after every episode, I don't like it as much as you do, Daddy, but I do enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Oh, I was at Hen's Night last night, and um, not my thing at all, but um, there was this part where, like, if you said three words, 
uh, one of these three words all relating to weddings and stuff, then yeah. you had to um, you'd have to do a dare. But what they didn't really think about is that it, it's all about the kind of people that you're with, and and basically who was willing to shop you for saying a word. And I just honestly, I was like, this is just like Nazi Germany is disgusting. You're having these conversations with people, <laughs> all friendly. And suddenly someone says, you said the word, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them. And we're like, oh my God, oh, you, wow. you evil bastards. I know what you would have done in the war, you shit. <laughs> it was just really quite funny. So really, I was living secret army last night. It sounds like it. Mm. Now, back in the day, you used to have Natalie Chantron hair. Did you have Natalie Chantron hair? Not last night. No, I gave that I don't think last you were, night. You weren't trying hard enough. No, no, probably not. Okay. So we are going to start in time-honoured tradition with a quiz. Quiz! Yes. Right, so I'm going to put you to shame. I've really, really enjoyed re-listening to our Stones of Blood <laughs> quiz. That was yes. amazing. I love how cruel I was. The pleasure I got was amazing. Carry on. Well, it's funny because there's a someone who does cartoons for um, the Round the Archives podcast has actually immortalised part of that quiz for the podcast. <gasps> for, for, yeah. No, it's just of me shouting out Odile Dix Moreau. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, it's a classic yeah. moment. That's good. Good. Well, I, I feel sure I'm much... going to ace whatever's coming my way. Well, it's a it's a return to an old quiz, which oh. was very popular. This oh, is again. Planet this... or plan <laughs> Yes, it's planet or plan <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, we all know how good I am at this, so brace yourself. So number one, planet or planot? Kalakiki. Silly, silly words. Nah. <laughs> planot. I'm afraid that's planet. Oh, in it's, what? It's mentioned <laughs> in Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Good. Number two, Zagly. Z A G L Y. Zagly. <sighs> Sounds so silly, but it's a little bit like a. Chumbly, and they shouldn't have existed. Um, <laughs> oh, I like a chumbly. <laughs> zagly, zagly, not. Correct, it's a not. Well done. Right. It's one I made up in my fevered imagination. <laughs> Number three, Candide. That's a K. Candide. Oh, is it? Oh, I'm glad you clarified. Yeah, you have to clarify that, don't you? Yeah, Candide. Christy, I'm going to phone a phone a Christy. Candide, planet or planot? That, that's super useful. What did you say? Oh, we went for a planet. I can't argue. Oh, well, you should have done. Planot. <laughs> Chrissy. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> right, you got one right so far. I hate to keep score. I don't hate to keep score. <laughs> Your favourite thing ever. Uh, yeah, number four, Carfell. That like Scarfell. How's it spelt? <laughs> oh, is it not spelt? It's a, it's a you K. Just it's it a K again. Oh, suddenly it's a K. <laughs> it suddenly. Carfell. 
Oh, it's a planet. It's a planet. It's definitely a planet. Correct. Did it suddenly come back to you? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you just had a moment. <laughs> I, had a mo- I thought you had a moment when you suddenly remembered Time Lash. So that's no. what it's from. That moment will never come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got two correct. Next one. Levithia. <laughs> Levithia. Sounds like someone's got a list. Levithia. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a planet. Definitely. Correct. It's See? from the, re- it's from the rebus operation. See? Yeah. You're yeah. doing quite well now. I know. You've got, you've got three correct. You've already beaten me in the costume designer um, scores. <laughs> the next planet is called Leop. L-I-O-P. Leop. Right. Oh, no, I can't go. No, it's not a planet. Not a planet. planet <laughs> Correct. Not. C- Correct. The next planet is called Fape. F A P E. Who would come up with no? It's basically whose mind is weirdest, yours or people who write Doctor Who, and it's a tricky one. <laughs> it's um, a what did he even say? Fape. Fape. Planot. Planot, correct. Yes! What, again, a creation from my brain. I think you're on about five now. See? Slightly okay. know your brain. The next one is Methylene. 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 It's a planet! Mes- Methylene, yes, it's from the Doctor's Daughter. Yes, yeah, see? Yes, yeah, see? Okay. The next one is Vidge. V I J. Vidge. <laughs> In New Zealand, that'd be Vudge, just saying. Okay. Good to yeah. know. If we ever land there. Hey? <laughs> if we ever land on this planet, then we'll know how to say it if right. we're from New Zealand. Yes. Right. Useful okay. skill, knowledge. Good. Planot. No, it's Planet. It's one of those stupid planets that got really short names on the Nightmare of Eden um, thing. Oh, you love that bloody dial, don't you? I know, because you get small little planets on it. The CET machine. Were they just the planets? Continuous event transmuter. Of course. Yes. Right, finally, this is my favourite one in the entire quiz. Are you ready? Mm hmm. The last planet is Jan Francis 9. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely planet. Planet. Yeah. That's a no, that's a good answer because if you go to the Doctor Who list of planets on Wikipedia, Jan Francis Nine is listed. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually created it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so naughty. You're one of those I know. people who create misinformation. I am naughty, aren't I? That's I created bad. that about about fifteen years ago. Um, <gasps> really. And it's still there. It says citation. It says vague citation needed next to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So, being as it's written down on the interwebs, does that make tr- it a fact? It's fact and therefore fact. true. It's true. Yeah. Good. You see, I can imagine it in that one. The waters <laughs> on Mars or whatever, where they name things after things, and I'm just yeah. thinking they would have a Jan Francis Nine, wouldn't they? You would have a Jan Francis <gasps> Nine. Just try. Oh, we need to start a petition to get them to actually use it. 
You yes, could have created it, and then in the future, it does get used. That would be amazing. Oh, yes. Well, it's still on the, there now, unless some horrible person goes on, some some Doctor Who fan who's more interested in facts than fun. There aren't no. many of those, are there? No. <laughs> this is going to become real. This is a thing. The petition Start starts petition. here. Yes. Save Jan Francis 9 from Wikipedia. Yes. Yeah. And get and it onto the actual show. It has to be on there, doesn't it? It does. Shall I write to, to Chibbers, Chris Chibnall? Yeah, Bezzy mate. Yeah. 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 Maybe we can even get Jan Francis involved. I'm still, I know. In, I'm still in touch with her. My my favourite ever celebrity meal enjoyment in which I thought, I'll just order a salad because she'll go for a salad. And then Jan turns to me and says, I'm going to get a burger. I'm like, yeah, I'll get a burger as well. <laughs> what on earth did you eat Jan Francis? For Secret Army. Oh, of course. Yeah. Amazing. No airs oh. and graces. Had a burger and a beer with me. Oh. Yeah. We How like wonderful. That. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. So. So I'm a winner. Is that what you say? Oh, and I would like to add one to the list that I don't think ever used to exist unless they said it really stupidly. Maya Zamiya Goria. For God's sake. Now, listen. Sake. What was happening there? I I'm the same because it, it was Miasmia Goria when we it were was. younger, wasn't it? it bloody but, was. But when we were listening to them say it, it was they were definitely saying Myasimia Goria, weren't they, or something? They definitely added a syllable in there that wasn't required. So does that mean that I heard it and decided to call it something else always and always used it wrongly? Or what? I feel that we were right and they were wrong, no matter or, what the outcome. Or when Katie O'Mara came back in Time of the Rani, she started saying Myasmia Goria. <sighs> we need to find that out. Yeah, but that would involve watching Time in the Rani, and that's not oh, yeah, happening. No, I'm not volunteering for that one. No, <laughs> done. So that's put the tin cap on the Myasimia My Goria problem. Yes. No, actually, after we started doing these podcasts, I think one of your questions was about the tet traps or tet traps or something. Yeah. And I did go and watch Time in the Rani unnecessarily straight after. Yeah, I'm sure I you did. Never... No, I did. I feel you big really... fat liar. No, I did. <laughs> you I did. I feel really sad. So I have watched it within the last year or so. That's so funny. Ooh. What were your thoughts? Oh, it was horrific. But they <laughs> Got good bubbly things, bouncy bubbly things. They're quite fun. Bouncy bubble bubble traps. Yes. As I as I live and breathe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hark! Hark! <gasps> it's the Kellyette. Oh I've missed her. Yeah. Because actually, it chronologically, been... <laughs> it's been three months or something since it's we've actually more seen her. Three months. Is it? It's, yeah, it is. Uh, she's been sat in a tree somewhere, just biding her time. I think she's found a bit of fame since the last episode, since she was the centre of it all. I think she's, um, she's been inundated with people just wanting to, to get a piece of it. So, uh, yeah, we're just lucky to have her around, I'd say. I mean, she's not allowed to guest appear on other podcasts, is she? That would be the thin end of, of the wedge. <laughs> well, I guess, again, it just depends on who can actually get the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, what news have you got for us, Kaliak? Let me remove the scroll from your beak in time-honoured fashion. Oh, she surpassed herself this time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me all. The scroll reads, Dragonfire is quite good. <laughs> what? 
And why? It's just okay. her opinion. It's just her opinion on Dragonfire. That's rubbish. Why? If you just watched it, I need more background. She's coying manically now, so, okay, so obviously it. it, it, it Maybe it was boxes. after that conversation about the cliffhanger. Maybe she just went back there. Maybe. So that's good. Oh wait, there's another scroll that dropped on the floor as she came in. I've got it. Okay, unrolling now. I quite liked Black Orchid too. Uh huh. Good. Okay. When she says Black Orchid two, second episode. <laughs> oh, it does actually say two, like it's a film. Right. <gasps> Maybe she made a remake. Now there needs now that that's a film I would watch. Black Orchid two. Directed directed by a crow. Yes. Just finding out what happens to the Cranleys next. Because I always yeah. felt Lady Cranley didn't have enough of a comeuppance for doing lots of bad things. I'd like but... to just jump on board with this conversation, but I can barely remember what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we're going to say goodbye to the Kaliak. Um, she was Thanks very... Thanks for your opinions. Please. Yeah. We're, we're not going to give up on you. You know that now. You're safe. But just... Just try, just something. Not just necessarily forward thinking news, just, just a crumb. something interesting. Yeah, just more than just your opinion. Just great. <laughs> I don't think she's listening. I think she's <laughs> off. God. She's off on a pursuit of fame. I think that's more important to her now. Right, maybe that's where she's, uh, yeah, that's a new focus. I, I feel, I feel a bucolic country countryside track coming on like incidental music say to an 80s Doctor Who story it's tinkling in our direction it is time for the mark of the Ronnie well 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 the Ronnie you were expecting to see the master to see not exactly he was burnt to a crisp the last time I saw him. Your smugness is misplaced. He's here. He's very much alive, and he wants vengeance. Curse the pair of you. So good. So, so good. Can you really? hear the excitement in my voice? It's palpable. I just, I just, I really wish I was there when they kind of set the scene for all the actors, and they're like, so we're going to do this show. It's going to be set in the north. And they were like, the Oh, mask? you wouldn't bloody know it. You wouldn't bloody know it was set in, in the north. north. Uh, oh, you know, just somewhere northern. Do your best northern accent. <laughs> All right, <laughs> then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, we're on a strike. Oh, hey, I'm a Luddite. I'm a Luddite. <laughs> <laughs> their accents it was barely watchable because the accident accidents the accidents were <laughs> they accident. were accidents they were accidents <laughs> more than they were accidents <gasps> they were horrific i, I but really what, but, found it hard what i don't understand right we lived in northumberland at the time mm. about 40 miles from killingworth where it was apparently oh, set oh it was set in killingworth no way yes yeah you almost oh. came a bit geordie then when you said killingworth um <laughs> but not a sign of an accent. And I don't understand why I wasn't annoyed or confused no. at the time. Because we would have sounded like people from Northumberland at the time. But then maybe we just thought that everyone has a... Because fo- I remember when I was younger, 
everyone yeah. had a funny accent in my head because no okay. one sounded like they were from Northumberland. So I think I probably believed then that anyone from half an hour in another direction sounded mental. So okay, if maybe. you were on the TV, you definitely sound a bit mental. But <laughs> it was embarrassing. It was horrible to listen to. There was this one point when there was three of them facing up to the master in the street and there was one on the left. His accent, I don't even know what it was. And he just went, arr, 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 arr. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the seals may have understood you, but no one else. Certainly no, no one in the radius of Newcastle. Yes. So. He's no. no objected a four. <laughs> I, he do know. <laughs> okay. okay, the no. Oh, oh, yeah. Really now, upsetting. I just feel I need to just pause just to tell the listener that we've suddenly entered... Um, bell ringing practice. <laughs> Can you, you won't be able to hear it because you're on my headphones or in oh, my really? headphones. But now we've got bells endlessly oh, chiming. That's beautiful. See, that's the backdrop that we needed for this. So okay. don't knock it. Okay, good. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> so the bells are ringing into these wonderful Geordie accents. Yeah. Yeah, good. Oh, I should tell you my Killingworth story. Yeah, do, I, do. I learnt to swim in Killingworth. Did you? I did. Killingworth swimming pool when I was at primary school. I say I learnt to swim. I'm a bit of a timid swimmer, even <laughs> now. <laughs> you are, I, can actually, thrash, I, have, I can thrash about a bit. I'd forgotten how, because I remember when I was younger, I do remember you being quite timid. But actually, when you've been over here, you haven't been all that worried. So I'd completely oh, no, forgotten I can, it. Yeah. I think really, Marisa, my wife, my wife, taught me how to swim in Malta when I was about, I don't know how old I was when I met her, but then. Wow. Properly swim. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, yeah, I could move about a bit, but that's because, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, I, <laughs> I think at school, the pressure of swimming was quite strong. Yeah. And I also saw them working harder, so I think I could swim, but I kind of pretended I couldn't, so I could just mess about in the in the shallow end to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but i'm pleased that people are learning more about mark of the rani from this anecdote yes no i think desperately that's all everyone wanted to know but um yes well my first notes are master you're not helping but i love you and i miss you do you i i do i love him because that version of the master was my childhood master and therefore I will have to love him forever but he's really not adding any value is he he just he just blusters about and has a go he's ah oh, you're rubbish you Rani ah oh, you're really clever ah oh, you're rubbish you're blundering woman ah oh, aren't you clever and he's I just especially, I especially love his moments when he, he I think does he do it twice where he repeats, repeats the title of the story <gasps> the mark of the Rani of the Rani <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. We'd forgotten because we drifted off. Actually, I felt I needed him to say that irregularly. So I was like, yeah, I'm watching it. That two story. It's good. Yeah, back in the game. <laughs> but I think there's a revisionist thing that's gone on since, which is anti that master. But in fact, yes, when I was younger, he was just amazing. And I just loved him. Oh, I loved him. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, we can't blame him. Never blame him for, for what happened then. For what happened? You make it sound like something terrible happened. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his fault. It he wasn't mean any of it. What? Even even the ultimate foe, the last part of time, Trial of a Time Lord, was that not his fault? Oh, 
Yeah, sorry again. You tried to endow <laughs> knowledge. You. I clearly don't have. I've lost you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no. No, it's good. good. Yeah. So <laughs> my feeling is that he was put in by John Nathan Turner or Eric Sayward. I don't know the behind-the-scenes story. Because they suddenly lost confidence in the fact of just having the Rani in the script. But Do you think it would have been reckon, so much better had it just I been rec- her? Yeah, I reckon Pip and Jane Baker just had the Rani. I'm like, we're happy. She's just there. She's strong. Yeah. She's good. We don't need anyone else. And John Nathan Turner was like, I think there's something missing. Let's have someone Yeah, we who, need a man. You let's can't really him... just have a woman doing that. No. No, apparently not. But That's she annoying. is kind don't you think she's kind of she because of this, but also just anyway, she's quite peripheral to proceedings. Yeah, I a, think she's she de- her character and the way she does it, I think definitely could have held the whole thing. But really it, it is just a lot of her and the master bickering, which doesn't progress anything in any way. At last you're back, you incompetent egoist. Give me my file. This the precious brain fluid. And I thought you were waiting for me. If I didn't need that desperately, I'd have put light years between us. What better reason could I have for keeping it? You'll play that card once too often. With you on the scene, I might be wiser to cut my losses and go. But in terms of the plot, like, she's taking this brain fluid to mm. do something so that I don't... that's kind of central to the plot. It is, but it's only really affecting a few people. It's not like affecting the whole Luddite rebellion. <laughs> okay. Um, and then she's just off, and that's fine. You know, it's kind of like, I don't kind of think it's as big a deal. I know these people are getting uh, completely turned into complete useless zombies as a result, but still, yeah. I'm not... Mm, uh, if your argument is the whole story is pointless, I'm with you. Really? Yeah, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm not arguing that point. But, um, yeah, compared to everyone else, she's just as useless as everyone. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I, I, do. You, can you explain to me why the master is, is pl- being a scarecrow at the start? I didn't know he was. <laughs> I was sewing my trousers at that point. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I was sewing my trousers. He's in the field as a scarecrow at the start. I heard them talking about a scarecrow. I couldn't look up. It was an essential piece with the crotch area. <laughs> it was not to be trifled with. <laughs> But it wasn't essential, as it turns out. There's no reason for him to pretend. He could just hide behind a bush. Why did he have to get into full scarecrow deal? It's just oh, weird. Oh, the whole thing of the Doctor being there. And why did he bring what, the TARDIS off course? And why did he do any of that stuff? And why is he so excited about all the scientists being there? Who can say? Who really has a frickin' clue? I know. Very odd. And I think... Can we get to dress for success? Because I've got things to say. <laughs> Are you okay that we can? <laughs> I, am, I am there. I'm with you. Okay. It's time for dress for success. I'm gonna get dressed for success. Shaping me up for the big time, baby. Get dressed for success. Okay, can I go first? Okay, yes. Okay. Good. Perry's dress, awful. Awful. Yeah. Leftover from an yeah. edition of It's a Knockout. 
it it's in no way is that true fact no i just think it has to be because it's in no way is it ever period in any period she could not fit it in wearing whatever that garish horrendous thing is i think she was meant to fit in at the great exhibition in or something at kew gardens don't they say they go to kew gardens but they would have just pointed and laughed at perry wearing that (laughs) thoughts thoughts um well again i just with perry actually with all of this period of doctor who there wasn't a lot to grab hold of there wasn't a lot to love but as a year old girl at the time um it was it was quite pretty it was big and frou-frou-y and and i quite liked it like it, it didn't it didn't kill me i i yeah it, it's it, authentic no but yeah, you know, it had a bit of, bit of excitement going on with it. It was it's more than a leotard and shorts, which is always something to be grateful for. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, of course, famously now, because we keep talking about it, um, Dan and Eric on the old Doctor Who show spent some considerable time debating the, <laughs> the top that she's wearing, because she's wearing a top and then she has another one that she puts on top, which also has puffy out sleeves, and it confused them for quite some time. Um, and that was pleasing. <laughs> it is true. It was not possible for them to have been on top of one another. It was an amazing conversation. <laughs> There's things that I'd like to point out for Dressed for Success. Go. I do like that the master favours a pink light on any of his gadgets because it does always suit his ensemble. Oh. I think he is going for that 80s kind of a cerise and black look. I think it just... It does always look quite special. So I do like the... The master's suave pink hue going on. That's a bit lovely. Um, I also have a note here. I think she suits rags. Really? I think the Rani did quite well in her rags. I think she she could rock a rag more so than she could power shoulders. <laughs> she could rock a they rag. Were, um... Brilliant. <laughs> but she was. She just, uh... yeah, I thought she looked good. As soon as she took the... The face mask thing off. She was actually looking pretty cool in there. Yes. So when she changed, she does the full reveal. Did you like that costume? Mm. No. <laughs> it was horrible. It was really nasty. But then we can't blame her for it. I imagine at the time I would have thought it was amazing. But just, oh, it's gross. You just look at it and feel a bit queasy. Like, there's just no part of you that can go, oh, yeah, that lovely outfit. Uh, uh, someone might. I just can't imagine them. Yeah. It just feels very... The, her blouse feels very printed now. And at the time, it felt somehow mm. more organic. And I don't know what I mean. But... <laughs> it was the produce of many caterpillars in your brain back uh, then. Wasn't no, it's it? just more like I felt like the shapes on it were kind of more in relief and it wasn't so just a, a patterned shirt. But now it just no, looks... Who would choose that fabric? Forbid, Rani would wear a pattern. So, yes... Other costumes? There were there any other costumes? Um, there were. I have something to say. No. When you are a man who wears a very, very bright outfit, okay? Yeah. That's your thing. It's what you do. When you get disguised, take your f***ing yellow trousers off. That is not a disguise. It's generally you're wearing yellow trousers and you keep the yellow trousers on for the disguise. You're not disguised. You're just a man in yellow trousers with a different jacket on. That's silly. <laughs> I think, yes, the Sixth Doctor needs some... He needs to go on a spy course. <laughs> Anything. Yes. 
be a better just spy. Send him away. Yeah, just, just, just send him away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there we go. yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't my. I, I, do, I do try and protect the honour of all doctors. I love them all in their own way and yeah. try and and try and As do we all. love them for what they did. But honestly, I did find it tricky in this. Mm. I Sorry, I'm, I'm definitely moving away from Dress for Success now. Can we have a, a bit of a jingle? I'm gonna get dressed for success. Good. Yeah. Um, so, I... I believe that it's the job of every doctor to bring a bit of their own heart into the role. Yeah. Um, and I think most of them do that. Most of them get that. There's always a little bit of that person that is just dropped in that, yet yeah, they're not completely themselves, but they just bring a little bit of their own joy into it. And I just think watching that, I just think he must have a very dark heart. There's just no nice in him. It's just, he's horrible and rude. And he just, every every possible interaction he has with someone, you just want to turn around and punch him. We're being manoeuvred off course. Manoeuvred off course. You mean it isn't the TARDIS malfunctioning again? Malfunctioning? 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 After all the work I've done on it? Well, I only asked a simple question. Indeed you did, it was the wrong question. Tell me what's going on. Time coordinates are constant. It's the location that's being changed. Being changed? Hmm. Who by? By whom? To use your vernacular, I haven't a clue. Can't you override? Do try not to be so obtuse what you imagine I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree, but I do think that was perhaps the most directed by a producer and a script editor than ever before. I think it was let's really? go something completely different to Peter Davison. Let's go something, someone who's annoying, loud, obtuse, difficult. And I think they just went for that brief. What a cool... Because Colin Baker obviously wow. is lovely and he's a really good actor and everything else he's in, I've seen him in, which isn't Doctor Who, it's really good. So, I mean, if right. anyone's not... Si- yeah. Yeah, and obviously I, he's the one I met, I think, isn't it? I sat on his knee yeah. and had the old moment yeah. and he was lovely. lovely guy. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it just. No, and no. having said that, he's already being nicer here than he has in his first few stories. So that this is even him toned down a mm. bit by this point. Because he actually does say at one bit about how much he. He, he, that she may not be of value to you, but she's of great worth to me, he says about Perry to someone. And I was so relieved to hear that. Because most of the yeah. time he's <laughs> you should most tell of the time horrible to her, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Really nasty. That bit, and maybe I'm I'm tearing ahead of myself because I'm getting to the end okay. of episode one. But oh, I was so annoyed. And he's like, push, push. And she pushes because push is a specific instruction with no actual direction. And then he goes, no, the other way. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Either you meant pull or you meant push to the right. Like, it just didn't no, make any f-ing sense. She did exactly what she was told and then she made to feel like a twat instantly. I was so Yeah, it reminds me a bit her. of like when Dad ever told us to do anything and we get it wrong because of the lack of instruction and the lack of being in his brain. That's what it reminded me of, that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, you should just have known by osmosis what yeah. it was meant. Yes. Although she, uh, although she is rubbish later on, I think after the reprise, where she, she gets these little rocks and she throws little rocks at people by hardly moving her hand. She just throws these little rocks really badly. But... <laughs> Well, at least she saves the day when she's guarding the master and the Rani. So, <laughs> or not at all. So, what she does, what sorry, what the doctor does is he insists on calling her everything that he actually is, and that, I find that really hard. He calls her smug. He calls her obtuse, and I'm like, no, that's just you. You're describing yourself. You're projecting love, and it's hard. It's hard to hear, isn't it? Mm. It's just hard. Yeah. And also how protective she is of him. It's just, yeah, I think with our, with life experiences as they've been, it's just like, she just seems like she's protecting her hideous abuser. And she's yes. like, just get away. Run away, I, I don't you see don't any reason or motivation for her to stay with him at all. Um, that's no. what I struggle with. I do. No. I struggle. Good. I don't know. What are you up to? It's a good way. Let the nice doctor through. <laughs> I guess he's not susceptible to your irresistible charm. <laughs> occasionally. Just occasionally, your smugness infuriates me! Keep your voice down. Time Lords may not get rabies, but humans do. And that dog looks more than ready to bite. Will you stop prattling about the dog? So, I've written down in my notes, the first person we meet who can act is Terence Alexander, who plays Ra- Lord Ravensworth. <laughs> Yes, but even him, he has some accent problems every now and again. Well, he's just broad Yorkshire, isn't he? I think that's all he does. Or is he just Charlie Hungerford from Bergerac and that's all he yeah, is? No, <laughs> yeah, he's completely Charlie Hungerford. Yes, that is what I called him throughout. What did you make of George Stevenson? Oh, um, I think I didn't really care, but I did really dislike all of the shit between him and Luke is that well go and do this Luke and then Luke's obviously not doing anything he says and then he'll go and say oh yeah Stevenson I've no idea where he is and then Luke's like and Stevenson's like I don't know where Luke's a good boy and oh yeah I just it was just so much pointless misdirection that I just (laughs) yeah I kind of just got very bored of that plot line I just felt like he was just some some chap tinkering in a workshop to I'd say to further plot, but really not to further the plot in the slightest. No. I just... I'm trying to think what he even looks like. That's how much little impression the actor had on me. I don't even remember what this George Stevenson looked like. He just didn't seem to have a character to me. And I thought that was a real missed opportunity. The George Stevenson character should have been strong, and perhaps an amalgam of him and Lord Ravensworth. And they should have been a really strong force. But they were just a cipher, I felt, in in the story. Yeah. Yeah, actually, there was no one who was actually allowed to be that powerful no. in the whole thing. Was there was like a lot of there was like bickering side stories. Was that the only way that the story seemed to progress? It was just the Luke Stevenson bicker, and then the Rani Master bicker, yes. and then the Six Doctor and Perry having a good old bicker as well. It was just it was so odd. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, yes. I must just talk about one particular scene which I did really enjoy. And that is just a little moment when Perry has to walk past 
I think he's called Josh. That's a really unlikely name, it feels to me, because Josh is such a yes. modern name. It's like what all kids are called today. It is. Well, and Perry has to sidle past Josh really uncomfortably um, in order to do something. I can't think what, but she did a really good job, Nicola Bryant, of that. I don't know whether you remember that moment, but it was very good. Because she knew Josh was bad. Gone. And she just sidled past him really uncomfortably. It was, it was a good moment. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I liked... A thing that I liked was I liked the Rani's TARDIS. I thought that was a bit fun. I love seeing a different TARDIS. I think that's like one of your favourite little little pleasures when you're younger is to watch a whole new TARDIS and see how that could play out with someone else's brain making it happen. So that, to me, was quite cool. The Rani's TARDIS is amazing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's the, the central column, which is different, and it's like one of those 80s puzzle tricks. <laughs> but yes question why does the rani have baby mm-hmm. dinosaurs in pots littered around her console room <laughs> just to make the end bit happen basically just completely stupidly pointless honestly and i love how the doctor even had to explain that they were quite nasty creatures as well like just in case someone had never heard of one it was just bizarre Yes, and it didn't even look slightly scary at the end. It just just looked like this kind of dying baby thing. Oh, no. It was just bizarre. Well, John, who was able to suspend his belief, did watch this with me, and he just looked at me as if to say, really? <laughs> this is a dead near <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll come back to his reaction to something else later on. Um, when he sees oh, something really? which is ridiculous... Okay. I'm looking forward to that. When he sees something which, which looks ridiculous... Because he's such a polite boy. I don't know where he gets it from. It's certainly not from me. Mm. When he sees something he thinks is crazy now, he says, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Which is really... Oh, oh really? Gosh, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So there was a definite oh, my goodness moment, which is coming up fast. <laughs> tell me. I'll tell you now. Basically, it was in Redfern Dell. It was to do with the trees. And when that... <laughs> <laughs> when Luke, Luke suddenly as a sentient tree, put his arm up to protect Perry as a branch. Yes. And John just went, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I've written down the line, now perhaps you'll accept trees are people too. Is that honestly a line that was said? Or did I just, was that my understanding of what just happened there? Please tell me that wasn't a line. I don't remember. I was just busy just oh. gasping with all parts of my soul. It was bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah. Really just unnecessarily shit. But what is the thought process? Right, I'm going to design some mines that we can hide yeah. in the ground and when people touch them, they'll turn into a tree. That's the device I'll create. Well, it's it's easy. It just kind of, it, it's not too complex. It's just the first thing that pops into your head. Let's just do it. It's easy. Is it's it? Not, it's not a problem to create. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were on board with this whole tree mine business for a moment. I was a bit worried. Perhaps the answer's down there, in the dell, where I was supposed to go. accident it wasn't intended for him and you also warped 
so callous you think that justifies it? First you turn an innocent young man into your acolyte, force him to betray his friends, and then you do this monstrous thing to him. Oh, stop being sentimental. What's happened? Animal matter has been metamorphosed into vegetable matter, so what? You'll be telling me next he's better off. As a matter of fact, he is. <laughs> oh, would you like a fact? Tell me the fact. How old was the Rani when that was filmed? Oh, gosh, I've no idea. Yes. Uh, should, I, should I guess? Okay. So it's Katie O'Mara. Bless her heart. Um, so I reckon she would have been mid-twenties when The Brothers was on. So that was... So I reckon she was born sort of about... Oh, 55. So this is 85. Oh, God, she's quite young. Oh, that's weird. I think she's... No, that can't be possible. I think she's only 30... <laughs> I think she's only 36. Wrong by a whole decade. 46. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? That was hard. I feel mm. like I've been harsh on her now, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Born in 1939, she was. Was she? So she's already mm. quite old when she did The Brothers. Wow. Well, old in yeah. actory terms. I mean, she was looking good for it. Like, I was looking at... I was, I, But I was really... As obviously, we all know my age is a big factor. Let's talk about it some more. But, like, when you just look at people like that, and to me, she was always... Obviously beautiful, but old beautiful. Like, yeah. she was just that class of Joan Collins style, slightly older, but beautiful. And, like, now I'm thinking, really? She wasn't supposed to be old beautiful. Like, she's she was just pretty. But it was, like, yeah... You had to see her as a new... It was a different age in her life and you generally only got to see 20 and 30-year-old women on TV. Therefore, it was strange kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so really, I don't think she was... Yeah, I think it was just that the representation of women has always been absurdly young on TV that it just kind of freaked us out to have someone in their mid-40s. Yeah. Well, I, I feel a new, a new brief section coming on to do with makeup. For which the jingle is as follows, or at least the tune is as follows. Okay, makeup in Mark of the Rani. Can we just talk about the Rani's face? What's happening with Kato Mara's makeup? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I got the brief for this early <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> Being as I watched this three months ago and then re-watched it about an hour ago while sewing trousers, there were certain things I didn't pay attention to. So well, can I'll, I... I'll quickly I'm find gonna talk out. About it. it looks like she's been hit in the face twice on either side, evenly on the cheeks. But I know she's got good cheekbones, but honestly, the amount of blush on is is insane. Mar Marisa... Oh, OK, no. <laughs> Marisa said, what's wrong with her face? What's wrong with Kato Mara's face? I think I said I think it's just makeup. It's contouring before contouring was a thing. <coughs> she just yes, she she probably yeah, she she did some pretty good work there. She just um yeah, just a bit of blending and she'd have been fine. Wow, yeah, no it is quite bad. Yeah. Yes. So um we're moving on in our time. A whole jingle looking for at that. <laughs> I want to know 
how prevalent dildos were in the mid eighties. Because... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I just feel like no one had ever seen like a penis-like shape because they just would create unnecessary gadgets that just look like dildos all the time. And it's just like, that, was it the sonic screwdriver? Whatever there was that, that the master was holding was very phallic. And I just thought it was unnecessary. Yeah. Too right. I mean, I think that's what every, every review of this story, I think has said that at some point. It's just the tissue compression eliminator is not good, is it, in that sense, looking back? No, it's bizarre i think we can just assume therefore that dildos were slightly less prevalent in the 80s yeah i think that's the assumption i'll be making yes um Um, in in related news in related news i don't know my brain has gone here it's the point at which we learn about time lord anatomy in a way that's never been revealed before when the rani knees the master in the nuts (laughs) oh Oh, yes. <laughs> I think we've got proof of something That's there, haven't true. we? That's true. Hadn't thought that through. Yeah. We do, yes. Something exists in the region. <laughs> so, can we talk about language, please? Oh, God. Yeah. So, Pip and Jane Baker are famed for their awful use of language that no one ever actually says out loud in reality. Like... As in bad script writing, you mean? Yes, or... like like a megabyte modem, but also things that they call stuff. And I think the the okay. worst example here is um, something like an an apposite epithet. People sort of playing with words in a really annoying way. Ah, uh... oh, it's frustrating. Right. Not keen. Yes. Not keen. Got you. I did. I did really kind of take a a second. This is more about how you say things. I, I was a, a little bit impressed and hating the way that the master said impasse that kind oh, of yes. we all say impasse don't we okay it may be correct to say impasse but really <laughs> and another one was when yeah. the, the doctor is trying to say and as you would say a hunch it's like no you wouldn't say a hunch she's american not french or mental <laughs> not french or mental now do you remember way back in episode three where you laid into the war games um into the plan of the people in the war games oh yeah yeah what do you think of the master's plan what do you think of the master's plan in the mark and rani (laughs) i feel like i might need a bit of a review from you because i can't really remember well let me just tell you the master the master doesn't have a plan he just wants to get the doctor and that's all there is. I'm just going to get oh, revenge. Right. Yeah. There's no plan there. It's just, I want to kill him, which isn't the master. That's not the master. Just wanting to kill no, him. No, he doesn't. Oh, so that really, he really must have been added at the last minute, yeah. doesn't he? Oh, what a shame. It's just like, oh, I'm going to get him. Are you? Why? Just am. Well, you <laughs> never have when you've had a really, really intricate plan. So why is it going to work this time with no plan whatsoever oh that's a shame oh good i'm glad that i didn't miss that i felt like i must have done yes what did you think about the scenery so we were at the Ironbridge gorge museum um or is it the bliss hill museum at Ironbridge gorge i don't know but it is bliss hill well done it definitely is bliss hill but um thoughts um 
Well, I, I love a working museum. I'm never happier than wandering around the Black Country or Beamish or Blist's Hill, all of which major parts of my childhood. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I loved it. I, see, there's positives. Glad we got here. There's definitely a positive. Like the backdrop. Yeah, no, it was. It was pretty... Um, yeah, it just needed all of the people with the accents to go away and stop ruining it. But yeah, no, it was. It was beautiful and it just, it does bring you back. I do love a bit of English countryside. It's nice. Yeah. Sorry, I sound like I don't agree. I do agree. Um, I always like a wood in a Doctor Who. If ever I'm going through a wood, even yes. now, just for a walk with, with whoever, and there's a wood, I'm kind of like, this could be a Doctor Who moment. This could be a Doctor Who scene. So I can I yeah. kind of like that feel, and I like the feel of Red Ferndale, even though what happened in Red Ferndale was the most stupid thing that's ever happened in Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I do agree. There's yeah. I think we're almost at the end of our Mark of the Ronnie journey. Before we sum up, I don't up, think we had love. No, but before we sum up, I just want to say one more thing, which I thought was ridiculous. And that is amongst this sea of absolutely understandably brilliant greatness. And that is the when they managed to extract so she took all this time and all this equipment from Myasimia Goria to extract this brain fluid. And at the end the doctor's like, everyone's gonna be fine because I've got this little file of brain fluid. Um so great. So everyone's fine. Yes. No. Because they can't just drink it. They can't no, just sip it, it and it goes back into their brain. That's not how it works. Is it? Oh, my goodness. That, that's so scientific of you. I know. This is impressive. <laughs> this is a side to you I've not seen before. But <laughs> the thinking that you just did was immense. You see, I was thinking they can just sip it, but you're right. That's not how a vaccine works. That's not how most things work. Just neck the brain. The just way. neck the brain fluid, and you'll be fine. Yes. Oh gosh. It's a problem. It is, and thank you for highlighting. We'll all know this now when we watch it and feel a little bit sad for all those angry luddites. You there? You were in the lane smashing machinery. I never mind the machinery. What's that doing here? That's easy. He's one of brainy ones arrived early for this meeting. I'd come to rob us of war jobs. Hold hard. I intend you no harm. Talk's funny, don't he? Hold hard. This hard enough. So, tell me, Alex, tell me mm -hmm. your final thoughts on the Mark of the Rani. Um, um, it was lovely to have a female Time Lord, a bit renegade, a bit grumpy, very capable. Um, but they kind of didn't make the most of it. There was so much potential there. If only they hadn't included our wonderful master. He could have another story later on in the season. We didn't we'll need him, him yeah. in this one. Um, the setting was great. The storyline really was horrific. Uh, it just... It does really beg a belief that Pip and Jane Baker got like commissions more than once. It's like after the first one, you just go, what were they thinking? They are <laughs> mental um, and never go anywhere again. But yeah, and, and who hired all of those 
very southern people to do northern. Um, yeah, it was it was abysmal for many many reasons. Um, but yeah, uh, the most upsetting of all is the the crap directions of push push. It just <laughs> it it just really wound me up beyond. Um, so yeah, not to be rewatched. Thanks for being so slow with watching it your end that I had to watch it twice in the space of three months. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Cruel and unusual punishment for my busyness. Yes. Um, so my summary. I think at the time I thought it was a step up, but that's because I'd felt like we'd gone through a really bleak period of darkness with with Twin Dilemma, Attack of the Cybermen, Vengeance on Pharos. It was like, this is lighter. Hooray. This countryside. We're outside. Good. He's being slightly nicer to Perry. So I just felt this was an upward yeah. turn. I liked the Rani and I was like, hooray, Kato Mara's good. That's a good character. And the Master's kind of a throwback to pre-Colin Baker being in it. So I'm feeling again, that makes me more comfortable. And I remember thinking, oh, phew, and being quite happy. But yeah. out, outside of that context, chronologically, I'm deeply unhappy about the story. It doesn't really work. There's not a through line. There's no plot that you can really get interested in. I don't really understand anyone's motivations. Right. Um, even the Rani's isn't made clear about why she needs this brain fluid for the people on Myosimi Agoria. That is not... You see, I'm saying it very eloquently now. Um, you are. <laughs> that's not it. really clear why. And the master's motivations just beg a belief. And I just think that the characters who are on the periphery are just on the periphery. And I, just, you've got to care about some of the people who were there that week. Yeah, you, anyone. Just anyone. <laughs> I mean, vaguely... Luke, because he could act um, more, more than some of the others. But... Yeah, yeah, that's a contrast thing. <laughs> yes. By comparison, yes. Um... But the others, they're just like, I don't care. This might be George Stephenson, but there's nothing about his character that makes me think it is George Stephenson. I mean, today, if you had George Stephenson in a Doctor Who, it would be a big name guest actor, wouldn't it? It would yes, be someone huge. Absolutely. And I'd surprise because this it is. Make th- you think. Yeah. Just that, like, how willing we were to watch any old shit at the time. Like, I remember that same <laughs> thing. I remember thinking, yeah, this is amazing. Um, and how we were, we would never, ever have admitted that there was badness in Doctor Who. We were just like, nap this amazing, stay away from me, my opinions are the best, and Doctor Who's amazing. Whereas now, people pull apart Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who, and you're like... You have no idea. You have no clue the commitment we showed to the drivel that used to happen. I know. Particularly during this era. I remember sitting there feeling uncomfortable because I just felt these episodes are too long and I'm not gripped. And there's mm. far too much bickering and that really did bother me. Yeah. So much so that even like when Mel came along, at least Mel was a bit... Mel and the, and the Doctor then and when Perry, came, Perry and the Doctor at the start of Trial of Time Lord and the, the relationship was more relaxed, I was so relieved that suddenly they weren't mm. fighting all the time. And that was the end of the story of this one, was that when the Doctor says, there's a question, what do you do in there? And he says, argue mainly. And I'm like, yes, that's all you do. And that's yes, not a good thing. Stop it, you big cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think this is a good thing, or somehow you're not, you're not responsible for that, because you just pick on every single word she yeah, says. Like, like Perry's there picking an argument. She's like the most pliant sweet person there everything he says she just goes along with and like oh yeah she's the one causing those arguments isn't she 
And like you said, it is an abusive relationship. There's nothing else to describe it. So. So we loved it, in, in summary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go out and watch it now. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Good. It definitely could have been better. Um, but yeah, I think... Yeah, I think we had to do a Colin Baker, just because. Let's not do one again for a while. <laughs> I think we'll both happily commit to that. Yeah, yes. really, really. Have you got any ideas for a next one? If you choose the Doctor, I'll choose the story. Third. Third Doctor, okay. Well, should we choose it now or or shall I tell you offline? Now. Now. Yeah, we're teasing, teasing the excitement. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, what's it going to be? And then they're going to hear and they go, yeah. Well, they might not. When the, the one that's going in my mind at the moment, they really might not. Oh, well, don't make it shit. Please don't make it shit. Not a shit I one. I have got the energy for shit. So, <laughs> we're going to do, drum roll, Day of the Daleks. Yes! Good call. Like it. I know. We get to talk even more. We've already brought up Joe's knickers in a non Day of the Daleks <laughs> podcast. Now we're going to be able to talk about them non-stop. We'll be able to talk about Joe's knickers in context. And that's yes. something I always like to do. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? So many meetings at work and her knickers just don't crop up. Contextual knickers. And uh, now we'll have the perfect opportunity. Yeah, it's yes. good. And we'll get, we'll get to know Mary Husband a bit better, won't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and all of her costume designing skill. Yes. So until then, it's been glorious. Hasn't it, though? Apart from the Mark of the Rani. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the only downside. Yeah. Goodbye, okay. lovely. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hey, man. Them pair got so het up about Mark of the Rani they forgot to do a Hall of Fame vote. Can you do the jingle, pet? Okay, so who are you voting for? Well, you've got Luke Ward, you've got the Rani. Uh, who else have you got? Eee, man, it's hard, isn't it? Um, George Stevenson and Lord Ravensworth. Aye, I think that's your lot. Okay, pet, so if you could have a go at doing the Hall of Fame vote on Twitter, that'd be grand. Okay, right, see you then. I'm Kanyem. <laughs> Hoist up your skirts, Perry. Off we go. Black Orchid 2, starring Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. This time, it's still a bit rubbish.